them. We went to Las Vegas. We went to the adult playground for the United States of America. We had 12,000-some fans in there. Uh, from what I understand, it, it was a very fun place to be. It wasn't packed, but the people that were there were uh, extremely happy. It looked like everybody was having a good time pre-race and during the race. But you know, we said it last week, Homestead Miami Speedway was probably, I mean, in my opinion, it was one of the, the top three mile-and-a-half races I've ever seen in my entire life. Agreed. We followed up today with a hell of a good race. Billy, there was like um, – 28 lead changes, 27 lead changes today on a mile-and-a-half track. We saw a bunch of of guys fight up there, kind of like what we saw, kind of like what we saw at Homestead. You know, if you were if you were loose in the beginning, you're probably going to be you know worse off in the end. But it seemed like the cars that were looser at the end um, could carry some of that speed. But Billy, we are spoiled right now in 2021 with these races we've had, son, I, I, I cannot remember a better start to the season. And I've been watching as a true, knowledgeable fan since about 1986. And, I, and I'm telling you, Billy, this is a special season that we all need to take time and, and pay attention. Yes, I would totally agree with you. You know, Vegas has always been known for the restarts. And when those the restarts happen, you see them start fanning out four and five wide. You're like, oh, my God. But, you know, even after the restarts, the racing continued to get better and better. Just like you said, a lot of the passing we probably didn't even see either throughout the field because there was so much going on up front. The cameras pretty much stayed up front. I, you know, Billy, that's a good point. Uh, there was so much action going on that that, that it was all the way through, uh, all the way through, well, Billy, you're right about that. I'm sure the fans in the stand absolutely saw a hell of a race, a hell of a lot better race than we did on TV. And I thought the TV coverage was fantastic. With 10 laps to go, 8 laps to go, hell, even 5 laps to go, Billy, they're racing three wide across that track. Vegas has certainly turned out to be one of the more fun tracks that we go to, largely because of the heat. And we've seen two mile-and-a-half races. They've been somewhat different because of the, the way the cars needed to be adjusted. But the fact of the matter is, you get these cars out in the heat, and they can slide around a little bit, and now all of a sudden we got, uh, we, we're going to see who the good drivers are and who the good drivers aren't. And, and lo and behold, uh, we, we thought for sure, I mean, I told you a Ford was going to win the race, and then I backed off of it, and I okay. said, nah, I'm going to take, take two Chevys. And guess what? There was, there was three Fords in the top ten. But uh, Keselowski was second, Blaney was fifth, Logano was ninth. I, I was shocked by that. I thought there'd be, I thought it might be more than that. But but the Toyotas, Mark uh, Truex Jr. was sixth, Christopher Bell seventh. Uh, they weren't, you know, Denny Hamlin led some last, but and Martin Truex, they were all up there towards the front. But that Chevy Power, these first two weeks, Billy Bradley, that Chevy Power has proved to be pretty damn tough. This is the second year on that new nose, and I think it's paying dividends. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, everything, you know, uh, Brad Keselowski, I think, won stage one, and I was like, uh-oh, Dan may have been right. He said something about a Ford, and then we go over to stage two. Kyle Larson wins that, but right behind him, was Brad Keselowski. So I thought, oh, no, you know, where Fords are creeping on up through there. 
Denny Hamlin, of course, ran good. Truex. So I like this bit of, you know, Chevy Ford and Toyotas are all up there around from week to week. We don't know who's going to win. Well, Billy, that's the good thing about this season that we, we talked about last year when they decided to push the car back to 2022. Uh, this is going to be a phenomenal year. These drivers absolutely know exactly what this car is going to do. But let's talk about this this Hendrick Motorsports here just a little bit. We got, so far, all four of those guys have led laps through the first four races of the year. William Byron's got a victory today. Chase Elliott came up on William Byron in the first stage and moved his ass out of the way. Um, it took that. It took the lead. I thought, you know, I was looking good with Chase Elliott as my race winner until he got into a little little dust up there with uh, with Ryan Freeze loses. It still comes back and, and has a pretty strong finish from where we had to start there um, late in stage three. But Hendrick Motorsports right now, absolutely, you've got to be looking at them as a strong contender. Uh, for the owners' championship, just because I mean, I, they they all were running good today. Uh, we had, we saw um, Chase Elliott lead laps, William Byron lead laps, Kyle Larson lead laps. The 48 was up there. And I, I guess now we got to say Cliff Daniels is a good crew chief, and Jimmy Johnson just was a sucky racer. Is that what we're going to say? Because uh, Cliff Daniels gets his gets his first victory four races in with a brand new driver, and he had well, what do you have? Seventy um, some seventy or. Uh, yeah, he had two seasons with Jimmy Johnson, didn't he? Or, or a season and a half. Uh, I, let's put it this way: in four races, Cliff Daniels is a is a winning crew chief, and, and Jimmy Johnson went over the last two seasons. Yeah, but you know, y'all always like we said, Jimmy Johnson could always drive a cheated up race car a lot better than any of the other drivers. <laughs> I still believe that to this day. He's not saying there's anything wrong with it because that's the way the sport was built and made. That's the way the sport was built and made. When they went to that OSS system, Jimmy Johnson started to become a lot less effective. One thing we have to say right now, though. Hey, guys. Jimmy Wags here. And I want to talk to you about a great new partner we have on Off the Rails. Now, you guys know, obviously, I'm a huge NASCAR fan. And on social media, I always tweet out all the new pictures of all the great new diecasts that I've collected over the course of the years. I love to collect NASCAR diecast. So when we decided to partner with CircleBDiecast.com, I was too excited. CircleBDiecast.com has all your NASCAR diecast needs with tons of drivers to choose from. You can get standard finishes to pre-ordering race win diecast of your favorite drivers. CircleBDiecast.com also sells NASCAR drivers, hats, T-shirts, and so much more. So when you place an order with CircleBDiecast.com, use the code SLOPPYELLOW, and you get free shipping on all orders over $20. Once again, that's code SLOPPYELLOW, S-L-O-P-P-Y-Y-E-L-L-O-W. And get free shipping on your order of $20 or more. Also, what was great about CircleBDiecast.com, is that they're a military-owned and operated company. So make sure you check them out and all the cool diecast and NASCAR products that they have to offer. That's CircleBDiecast.com. As good as the action was, you called it, I called it, most people called it. Uh, Kyle Larson was going to win multiple races this year. He's got the first one out of the way. I see him winning many more, especially with uh, Billy. He could ride the rim. He could... 
uh, he could ride the rim. He could he could do whatever he wanted to with that car. They don't they call him Young Money for a reason. But now we got to talk about the hard part. Suspended most of last year because of saying the N word. Got a ton of national press. I suspect that this is going to get a ton of national uh, worldwide press. Is my guess. But I, it it's, it seems to me, Billy, that. From where I stand, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I believe that, well, I'll just put it this way. I believe that he's he served his punishment. He took his medicine. He did exactly what you're supposed to do when you make a mistake. You own up to it. You don't run from it. You you do what you can to let people know that you, you messed up, you're sorry, and you're not going to do it again. He's done all that. He, wow. He's done all that, and he did it quietly, and he I mean, NASCAR put him, uh, reinstated him. I'm okay with giving him a second chance. This country was founded on second chance. Hell, this country was founded on second, third, fourth chances for Pete's sake. But the fact of the matter is, I think it's it's time to celebrate somebody who did something wrong, understood they did something wrong, learned from it, and tried to make themselves better. He's done that, and now he's a, a NASCAR winner. What's your feeling on it, Billy? I agree with everything you said. Not one time have you heard him make an excuse for what he said. He's owned up to it, and he's done everything he can. In my eyes, I'm not speaking for other people. In my eyes, I I think he's earned a lot of the respect back that I've lost for him for doing and saying the things that he did. But he's not one time straight away from what he said. He's admitted that he's done wrong. He's not said... Well, it was a video game. He admitted he'd done wrong. So Kyle Larson is okay in my eyes. He is in mine, too. We're going to have Jimmy Wags on the, the regular podcast this week as early as, uh, I mean, as late as Tuesday or Wednesday this week in our little chat group. Uh, Jimmy still is not a big fan of Kyle Larson. I'll put it that way. Uh, you and I are not um, uh, minorities. We are uh, white Americans. Uh, hell, do you have blue eyes, Billy? Yes. Shit, we're both blue-eyed white Americans, so we're the devil in the United States right now. <laughs> so I, I can't tell you what it's like to be uh, uh, discriminated against as a minority, but I can tell you I've seen a lot of people who have said the N-word and not given two shits about it and um, uh, and not learned their lesson. Uh, from where I sit, which is a, a different place than, than a lot of Americans, I, I think... He, you know, he, I think it's time to move past this thing. I, I, I think as long as he shows himself to be changed person, we need to accept that and move on. But we'll we'll definitely get some more reaction later in this week. Billy, how do you think he's, this win's going to be accepted um, in the garage? But, well, the majority of the garage seemed to uh, – I mean, it wasn't like the Dale Earnhardt victory at Daytona where they all came out. But I did see several drivers came out and greeted him going down the pit road. So I think, and actually Keselowski ran across the racetrack and congratulated him while he was doing his victory lane speech on the start finish line. So I think it's going to be a popular victory, like you said, around the world as well as in the garage. Well, one thing I think everybody needs to consider is there's only 40 NASCAR Cup drivers on the planet. There's 40. There's like 3,000 NFL players, so it's a hell of a lot harder to have a NASCAR Cup ride 
than it is to be uh, an NFL football player. And when these guys that are not Kyle Larson that are in the garage and saw him lose everything, uh, lose his credibility, lose his sponsors, when you lose your credibility and your sponsors, Billy, you're yeah. you're pretty well screwed. I mean, you're, you're, you're fucked as a race car driver. And, and I think all those guys saw that. And my guess is many of those same drivers in that garage could have probably had – if there was cameras around or video recorders or voice recorders, they probably all could have said something that would have uh, caused them to lose some sponsors or some fans or something like that. So I think they, they all learned a lesson when Kyle Larson got, got his medicine. But the fact of the matter is, I, I expect this to be, uh, I mean, all the guy did is go out there and do the best he could to better himself. He did that. He came back. He's now a winner. He's in the chase in the playoffs. And, I think what it does, you got William Byron in. Uh, we both know Chase Elliott is going to get a victory. Uh, we both think, do you think Alex Bowman's going to get a victory? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I think Alex Bowman will run good. I don't, I don't know if he's going to pull out a victory, but I think he'll race his way in on the point wise. But hell, at this race, <laughs> we've already saw what what is this is race four, right? Yep. Four different winners. Four different winners. I think Alex Bowman better win a race, or he might not get in. Um, the way this thing's going, because Michael McDowell had a, a pretty good run. You know, he, he didn't finish as good as he did at, at Olmstead, but he, he beat a lot of the guys that he's racing around, so he's still going to be up there. Uh, we got Jones had a top ten today in Las Vegas in that 43 car. When, when Jimmy Wags finds that out, he's going to shit himself. Jimmy Wags just had a bad day. Bubba Wallace finished three laps down. Eric Jones finished in the top ten. And Kyle Larson got a victory. This is a tough day for our buddy Jimmy Wags. We'll get him on later in the week, and, and we'll see how this goes. We'll also talk about um, world reaction to, to Kyle Larson's victory. Uh, Billy, is there anything else we need to cover here before we sign off? Uh, I think we got it all in. On this little short episode. I believe we did, too. Billy, I'm going to Austin, Texas tomorrow for lunch. I'm going to Crisis Meat Market down in Lockhart, Texas. It is the home of the best barbecue I have ever purchased in my life. And uh, I'm going to send you a picture. I, I, I'm going to send you a picture of what, what real, barbecue, real, real Texas barbecue looks like, son. I'm going to the Holy Grail down here, but... For Billy Bradley, this is Dado. Y'all have a good week. We'll talk to you later. All right, Billy. Well, uh, Jimmy actually is uh, off work. Let's bring him in right now and hear what Jimmy Wags has to say about Kyle Larson and Victory Lane. Jimmy Wags, Kyle Larson got a, his first victory as he come back from a suspension. You heard what uh, Billy and I said about this. How does it make you feel, Jimmy Wags, that Kyle Larson's in victory lane? What's your first thoughts, your immediate reaction? Uh, I mean, it's, it was inevitable, right? I mean, the guy's a talented race car driver, if not one of the top three uh, best cup drivers uh, on uh, the, the circuit. So, I mean, obviously, you know, it would be a, a matter of time before uh, he showed up in victory lane. But I said uh, it would have been the fourth race in. Probably not. But, I mean, in all honesty, it's, it's a hollow victory to me. So, I really I really don't have – I don't really feel gratification for him. And, uh, you know, I just uh, – that's just the way I feel, man, to be honest. Well, Jimmy, what did you think about 
Kyle Larson's victory lane speech today? Uh, I was pretty disappointed, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I thought he would have took this stage and this opportunity, um, you know, to maybe dedicate his win to, you know, the youth uh, urban racing school that he's been working with over the last uh, few years. Um, or even, you know, Tay, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, people out there that have been, you know, racially discriminated against or racially biased against. And, you know, um, you know, my thoughts are with you guys. And um, fortunately, uh, none of that was said, you know. Obviously, Kyle Larson is his own man. He's going to speak his own words. I can't put words into his mouth, but it would have carried a lot more weight with me um, if he would have made mention to any of those things. Uh, and, and the fact that if he would have did that, it, to me, it would have, it would have, it would have, to me personally, it would have meant more because it goes to show that he carries that mistake that he, that he made with him every day. Uh, and that it's on his mind and that he hasn't forgotten about it. Uh, and that, you know, he's going to continue to work on the things that he needs to work on to be a better person and hopefully to affect change in others. Um, you know, obviously NASCAR, you know, hasn't had a great reputation over the years, especially, uh, you know, in its heyday. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously uh, with things happening last year with the banning of the Confederate flag, you know, we've gotten things turned around and they're going in the right direction. Um, but there are still those out there um, that, you know, do those type of hateful words. And um, I really think that, you know, if he would have said something like that today, it may have affected someone that, you know, may have affected them positively. Um, and, you know, I was just I was just disappointed with that. You know, Jimmy, you bring up a, a point that, that it, it makes zero sense to me. I mean, he, he lost his livelihood. He lost millions he of dollars. He, he had to uh, – I mean, he went to Minnesota. He went – Youth Urban Racing League. He did all kind of stuff, and seemingly on paper, he was doing everything he's supposed to do. Why would a PR person? Why would not? Why wouldn't Kyle Larson come out and say, "Hey, after the mistake I made, to come back and win the right way with the right right mindset?" I, I just want to thank everybody who helped me get here. It was a long road. I bettered myself. And standing in victory lane now means a hell of a lot more than it ever would have before. If he says yep. that, Jimmy Wags, if he says that, he puts this whole thing to bed. But he didn't. He didn't even acknowledge it. And I think that was a big mistake. You have echoed that. And even though I'm ready to give him second chance and all that kind of thing, he could have helped himself out a ton. And maybe, and, and this is the business side of it, Maybe he gets a little bit more um, uh, sponsor look if he acknowledges it on the biggest stage in his life since he said what he said, and he didn't take that opportunity. I, I know Bubba Wallace came over and thanked him. I know a lot of guys or uh, congratulated him. A lot of guys in the garage did, but I think he wildly missed the mark on what he could have done to further this entire movement. Yeah, and look, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to beat the guy down. You know, I don't, I don't hate Kyle Larson. I, I don't have a hateful bone in my body, right? You know, I just, when people make mistakes, right, what are things that we look for uh, for, for them to change? You know, we want to see change in them. We want to see them, 
you know, understanding what their mistake is and how they're able to affect change in others, right? I mean, that's just that's a common thing when people make mistakes. You know, here in, in America, we are a country of second chances, third chances, fourth chances. Hey, look, I'm a NASCAR fan. I'm going to continue to watch NASCAR. I'm not going to stop watching NASCAR racing because of Kyle Larson. Um, but at the same time, you know, I want – I, I want I want for him because obviously you know his family is you know he wants to take care of his family he's good for NASCAR racing man don't get me wrong his talent is 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 awesome and it makes racing exciting right um, so you know I'm not going to sit up here and say does he deserve a second chance you know he's he's got to prove that and you know a lot of people who aren't me who aren't like me. Uh, will say, you know what, he deserves that chance. He deserves the opportunity. And, you know, you got to sit back and if you look at it from my perspective, has he earned that opportunity? Uh, I think that the racing world has shielded him from, you know, from everything that's going on from uh, when he said what he said. Um, and, I, you know, I just really, I really don't think that he's gotten a grasp on, you know, what he said and how it how it affects people, uh, how it affects people of color, and uh, you know, I just I just disappointed today, just uh, just disappointed. But you know, it's we got a whole year, man. You know, obviously, I I know COVID right now. You know, obviously, there aren't a lot of things that he can't do that he may want to do. So, you know, I'll, I'll give him the opportunity to, you know, do those things. And you know, obviously, you know, I, I, me personally, I want. I want, I want, I want it to be better for him, um, and I want him to be able to to, to learn with others and and really, really feel how it how it affects others and, um, so I want better for him. I just uh, I just really just disappointed today to be honest. So, well, I, I completely get that. When Billy and I were recording, he was doing his victory lane speech when when we were recording. And and I, I thought it was odd that when you and I talked after Billy and I recorded that he didn't mention any of that stuff in his victory lane speech. And I it just to me it's it's but they won't it, they it, won't it's it's wrong. And and you because said at the beginning of the they year they want to put it past them. They want they want to put the situation in the past. Obviously, yes, it's in the past. Uh, they want to move on from it. They don't want to shed any light on it. Uh, NASCAR stayed away from him. The whole entire year, unless they absolutely had to talk to him, yeah. um, he hasn't been in really any post-race interviews. The guys had top ten runs to start the season, and when have you seen him do a post-race interview? He hasn't. They they're staying away from him because they don't they they know people are still furious about what he said, and yeah. you know I just uh, you know I don't, I don't know man I I really it just. Oh, I just wish he would have did more in his speech, but you know, I, I'll wait and see and continue to see what he does throughout the year. But you said it on the very first podcast this year that you didn't feel like Kyle Larson had it, had done enough for you, the the NASCAR fan, uh, to come back. You said he may have done what NASCAR required him to do, but he, he when he, he, he the only apology he gave to my knowledge is a half-assed one when he knew he was getting ready to lose millions of dollars. He, I, I thought today would have been the day that he did that. He did not. And I, I, so in my book, 
I don't think this is over yet. I, I think he has to acknowledge uh, the people that he, you know, he, he said he felt like he let down those kids at the urban racing. Uh, um, what a perfect uh, opportunity this would have been to, to shout out, you know, the youth urban racing school, you know. Hey, look, I know a couple of weeks ago he went out and bought them some brand-new racing simulators. Hey, yeah, good for him, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, we don't see that, you know. I, I You know, I, all I saw was a picture. But, you know, words mean more to me than, than, you know, pictures. And for him, it would have been it awesome for him to come out and say, you know, hey, I'm thinking about the kids at the youth, or youth urban racing school. Um, thank you guys for believing in me and giving me this opportunity to uh, to listen and get back to where I'm at now. And um, you know, this is for you guys. Like you know, but hey, he's his own man. He chose not to say what he said, and and honestly, uh, that's why the way I feel what I feel today. Well, Jimmy, um, your your feelings are certainly valid. I don't disagree with anything you said, and I think all Kyle Larson did was prolong this bullshit that. It's could have been over today, and I think if it comes, I personally think he's going to get another victory this year, and if it comes in victory lane the next time, I, I think we will all have known that uh, um, that he, he somebody got in his ear and told him to get his head out of his ass and to, to say something smart instead of uh, sweeping it under the rug, which is exactly, you said that, you said those exact words, sweeping it under the rug, a few different times, but... Um, this one, this race is over in Las Vegas. We're going to talk to you again on Thursday. We'll take a few days, see what Kyle Larson does. We'll get ready for uh, the next race out there in Phoenix. Billy Bradley, Jimmy Wags, Dado, y'all have a good week. See you guys.